Welcome to Cinema Chop Shop. Watch, chop, retrofit. All right, so welcome Chop Shoppers to Watch Party number seven. And once again, it's back around to me. And the movie that we're gonna watch tonight, I loved when I was a kid, but I haven't seen it since then. And Sean, have you ever seen it? I've never seen it. Never seen this. So I'm very interested to see how it holds up and maybe try to figure out why I liked it so much. Yeah, we're talking about The Golden Child. The Golden Child from 84? I think it's 84. Maybe 86. This was during the height of Eddie Murphy's popularity at the end of his SNL run. Of course, he had Beverly Hills Cop. We had his short-lived recording career. Oh, yeah. He just wants to party. His girl just wants to party. party all the time. And, uh, but I think I conflate this movie in my mind with, uh, the last emperor. Okay. Cause you have a, a, yeah, yeah. a, a little kid kind of thing. If I'm not mistaken. No, I can, I can totally see that. And they came out very close to the same time. I'm just looking right now today. And this. there are Asian influences in both movies, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So yeah, I conflate the two. So. But it's not Buckaroo Banzai. It's not Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Watch party number seven. We've got the golden child from 1986. Directed by Michael Ritchie. Uh, Heir to the Lionel Ritchie Empire. Yes. And it's got a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's not good. Clocking in at an hour and 34 minutes. Uh, Do you want me to read the synopsis? Um, Sure. Go ahead. Uh, So your tagline, Eddie Murphy is the chosen one. After a Tibetan boy, the mystical golden child, played by J.L. Reet, R-E-A-T-E, Riate, maybe, Interestingly enough, the character in the movie is a boy, but the actress is female, uh, is kidnapped by evil Sardo Numspa, uh, played by Charles Dance, uh, oh. who people would know as Tywin Lannister from okay. Game of Thrones. Uh, humankind's fate hangs in the balance. On the other side of the world in Los Angeles, the priestess Ki Nang, played by Charlotte Lewis, seeks the chosen one who will save the boy from death. When Nang sees social worker Chandler Jarrell, played by Eddie Murphy, on television discussing his ability to find missing children, she solicits his expertise despite his skepticism over being, quote, chosen. And we are watching this on Netflix. No, Amazon Prime. I'm sorry, Amazon Prime. So uh, those are the cues that we'll have starting off. And if you're watching on any other platform, you may have to fiddle with it. Yeah, we'll we'll just uh, start playing it and we'll give you the audio cues of what we're seeing, title Mm -hmm. cards and whatnot. So we've got it queued up. So pause it yourself to get yourself ready. It's on Netflix. It's on Prime. So uh, have at it. All right, we're seeing the uh, Paramount Paramount animation with the stars flying in. Seventy fifth anniversary Paramount. We've got this rotating Asian gong thing with a bunch of chanting monks. Mm-hmm. Tibet present, present day. day. So hopefully that's given you enough visual cues to sync up with us. Nice headpiece. <laughs> Clearly we're in Tibet. Lots of snow. Mm-hmm. Genghis Khan's walking around. That's Mongolia, man. 
Did, didn't he cover? Very, very close by. Didn't he cover Tibet? Yeah. Yeah. Got a nice puppet show for the, who we must assume is the golden child. Like that's one badass mohawk, or or kind of like the Moon Man guy. Oh, Mac the Mac the Knight. Yes, from McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> so far, they're getting an A plus on hats. Yeah, yeah, the hat game is on point. The hat game is strong in this film. Don't know about this guy though. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> And Charles Dance has hair. Yeah, that's kind of weird. He still looks like an asshole, though. Mm -hmm. I made you these beads. Friends? I want that one. Nice. I guess if the golden child wants it, he gets it. Yeah. See, I don't think that guy's a Tibetan monk. No, no. So the bad guys are storming the castle, right? Mm -hmm. They're setting themselves up to sneak attack. <laughs> I give you a dead parrot. <laughs> Hope it's you're hungry. Dead. Oh shit. Not anymore. Oh, he's got the touch. While he's performing miracles, I'm going to go and open a beer. This is a okay. resident culture from Charlotte. This is second coming IPA. Okay, that kind of fits. That's kind of a little bit on theme with like the chosen one. All right. So the attackers are at the door, huh? With their uh -huh. big culotte pants. And the um, the monks are clamoring and they're not being very peaceful, but the golden child is. He's giving Tywin Lannister the stare down. That's tasty. A lot of orange juice. Yeah, this is a nice IPA. Lannister's got the serious leather jacket game going on. Mm -hmm. He looks like Van Helsing. That reminds me, um, they've banned leather jackets in North Korea because uh, the great leader has he was seen wearing a leather jacket mm -hmm. as part of his new uh, wardrobe, and they started making knockoff jackets for the public. And they're like, it's, it's, you can't approach, you know, the divine one. You can't emulate the divine one. And so they arrested all those people, but they've also banned the wearing of leather jackets because of any kind, nobody gets to have a leather jacket, but the divine one. Hmm. 
But can you shoot him while he's on the shitter? That's the real question, Game of Thrones fans. And they're taking him away in a big metal basket. You watched all the Game of Thrones episodes, I did, yeah? Yes. There's a lot of thump in the bass in this soundtrack. Uh huh. It's super eighties soundtrack. Cut to America. Bye. Have a nice day. Sure enough. Now is. I, I, again, I have not seen this film. So, is Eddie funny in this movie? Wisecracking? I, I mean, think what's your? I think he's wisecracky. If I remember correctly, like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen. Yeah, this. it's actually Guy Ritchie's dad. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, he seriously looks like he just walked off the set of Beverly Hills Cop and mm-hmm. rolled into this one. <laughs> Chunky asses. He's it's a re- real publication. Well, now re- it's a website, <laughs> but look at the size of that newsstand. Yeah, where is that today? It probably doesn't even exist, right? Uh, well, it's been a while since I was in a big city, like a big metropolitan city that would have newsstands like New York. But last time I was there, they did. Albeit not that big. Pretty sure this is Hart singing this opening song. Not one of their biggest hits. Oh, we got a pink's pink's hot dogs. Oh, Randall Tex Cobb. Nice. Remind me. Um, Tex Cobb is the uh, the dude in um, Raising Arizona. Fletch lives. The really big guy with the big broad nose. Nice. Come on, Andy Samberg.
I like the guy with all the buttons. He's going to punch this guy in the face. To be clear, Eddie Murphy loves children. I'm a finder of lost children. Thank you. I was just going to say, grab that mic. <laughs> I was wondering what was up with that guy. There was a uh, local children's TV host in the Pacific Northwest named Ramblin' Rod when I was a kid. And he was also like a car salesman, but he was known for his buttons. He had like all of his clothes were covered in buttons. Yeah. I got to be on his show once too. Okay. We had a, a ne- neighborhood network TV show. It was uh, Uncle Bunky. Sounds very similar. And uh, it was the uh, vehicle for them to show the She-Ra Princess of Power oh, cartoons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bunky was a, uh advertising guy, commercial artist, graphic artist kind of guy back in the day. And he'd have like all these rowdy kids. And his gimmick was uh, somebody call out a letter or a number and they would do it. And he would draw it on the board and then he would turn it into something else, okay. like something really stupid. But... My dad worked with Bunky briefly cool. uh, back in the early 70s for an advertising agency. And uh, apparently Bunky would uh, would wreck the bathroom after lunch and pretty much clear the house. Like they I mean, all... if your name's Bunky. Yeah, yeah they, they would have to leave the building. So every time I watch that show, I would Evacuate just think... Evacuate the children. <laughs> every time I watch that show, I would think those poor children. All right, so in, meanwhile... She has uh, sought him out. There's the Eddie Murphy laugh. Uh-huh. He had to do it. You know it's legit because it it's it's like old paper. Mm-hmm. Some of the edges are frayed. Yep, dear, dear, name in the movie.
Yeah, the laugh is a little bit much. <clears throat> Temporary tattoo. Looks like it came out of a gumball machine. <laughs> Some interesting graffiti for sure. Yeah. Well, she's stalking him now. Oh, I remember this. <gasps> There's blood in the rice. <laughs> you don't want your risotto to be runny. Mm -mm. <laughs> I've heard of rice pudding or a blood pudding. <laughs> Um, the guy you were talking about earlier from Raising Arizona, is it the biker yeah. dude? I, so they just showed a poster for... The Bell um, Bondsman. Yeah, and it looked like that character. Well, he's milking that laugh for all mm -hmm. it's worth in this movie. Wow. The Golden Kid. Too bad DNA testing doesn't exist yet. Right? All they had was probably. So this actress, Charlotte Lewis, mm -hmm. 
She's had a pretty long career, but it was all mostly like Red Shoe Diaries mm. type parts. This may have been her big, her biggest film. Gee, we've never seen him in a movie before, have we? <laughs> he recently passed away. No, surprisingly, James Hong has not passed away. Okay. He was born in 1929. Wow. Four hundred and forty-seven movie credits or film and TV credits for James Hong. I remember this part too. Just wait, buddy. Yeah, just wait, Eddie. It gets better. Sorry, I'm vaping. Another tie-in to Game of Thrones, Dragon Sex. Hmm. You were just hitting on that dragon lady. Right? Don't think she's going to remember?
Do they say that? They don't say that <laughs> anymore. No. No means no, Eddie. Looks that really handsome man from the assault on the temple, right? Mm-hmm. With sideways hat with no cap. It's just the brim. He totally fucked up the hat game for this movie. <laughs> Looks like they've been rolling around in shoe polish. Looks like the intro to a D-Antword video. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think that's Tex Cobb right there. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know who gave him that slingshot. I would assume everyone who's had the name Tex has owned a slingshot at one Since point. Since birth, in their they came out with a slingshot. Yeah, I mean, they were actually slingshotted out of the uterus. It's like standard issue. I want to know what's up with that Klingon forehead he's got going mm -hmm. on, though. <clears throat> Choice of a new generation. I remember this. This is pretty cool. The stop motion. There's a lot of stop motion animation here. Wow. Putting on the Ritz is the backup music for this sequence. There you go. You got to have a cane to do putting on the Ritz. Um, is this like a time filler? Or... It was a Pepsi ad. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm... I'm craving a Pepsi. He just grabs a whole case of like dildos and silly string <laughs> and all your other playthings. There's a Pepsi machine in the background. Mm -hmm. Product placement. In this lair, there's an old Pepsi machine. <laughs> they keep it stocked. So he's going to survive on eating leaves that he stashed in his socks. So he doesn't have to eat the blood. Makes sense. Blood rice pudding. Is he getting sleepy? 
A little Close Encounters callback there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're in the bushes. <laughs> There's some awesome special effects, man. He's just back into the hedges like Homer. Yep. There's a lot of things to unpack in that last joke. Cue the yellow dragons. I'm a finder of lost kids. I don't think she's going to stay there. <laughs> now that was funny. <laughs> Just want some chips. <laughs> Best part of the movie so far. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, oh, wow. <clears throat> The biker gang's watching music videos. Mm -hmm. What are those? Yeah. I believe that's rat. I thought I was going to say rat also. That's rat. I'm just sad that Chelsea's not here to to enjoy this. She's she's a big fan of rat. I was going to say, I think I smell a rat. Oh, that was the same one from earlier. Yeah. This is that overburning ground from oh, we've had that. New Anthem, yeah. You're welcome to some. I'm good. Yeah. 
You know, it's a classy place when there's Sharpie graffiti on the wall. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty awesome. Danny Bonaducci? Oh, man. <laughs> he does kind of look like him. <laughs> Wrestling fans would know him as Mankind, a.k.a. Mick Foley. Not really. There's Danny Bonaducci. He's totally drunk. It's 11 a.m., Danny. <laughs> oh, what t-shirt contest. Now I know why you like this as a child. There's another reason. They're just stacking up. The harder they fall. His character's name is Tiny. <laughs> hey, Travis, what's the song's name? I'm pretty sure it's body talk. Body talk? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Considering they've said it like 73 times. Body talk. Sexist. Mm -hmm. She kicked all those dudes' asses. Huh? Human trafficking. <laughs> you know, Tommy Tong. If you really get down to it, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is just human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <clears throat>
So he draws the line at human trafficking. Mm-hmm. But he's okay at pushing for the soft no. <laughs> you know, my dad always told me that you should always go for the second no. <laughs> Oh, it's on. That's how I always start my fights. Yeah! Nothing like the element of surprise. Right? Probably not karate, but still. And so they are still in the States. Yeah. In LA? Yeah, Los Angeles. So it's like little Tibet, (laughs) Tibet town. There's a lot of speaking Tibet going on. Yeah. Tibetan. I had no idea. Well, that was not impressive. I thought that it was going to transform into the band Rat. That would have been cool. Oh, man. Early morphing. Yeesh. Can't wear that jacket in North Korea. No. Or the hat, for that matter. That's just a fashion choice. Nice improv, Eddie. Neither do you. Mm. Oh, wow. You've seen this before. Yeah, but it's been like 20, (laughs) a lot of years. How many different jackets does he wear in this movie? I think it's the same three, but he's just changing the layers. They're reversible in layers. He has kind of an Alan Rickman vibe going on. Yeah, for sure. With his look. <clears throat> Could you imagine them having a snide off? Oh, yeah. Please morph again. Form of <laughs> grasshopper. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh my God, what happened to that wall? The devil? That was the biggest conference room ever. Mm-hmm. It was also um, in really, really uh, rough need of a HVAC man. <laughs> so use the, tell them you're going to exchange the child for the dagger, but then use the dagger to kill the child. I think that's what he was saying. Well, that's a different bed. I had a California king. <laughs> he looks like he woke up at a funeral home. Hmm. <laughs> Dreamscape? This is where he got the idea to remake Dr. Doolittle. That Jim character Carrey. in itself is problematic, and you're you're thinking Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah, it's, yes. like, it's like Fire Marshal Bill. The laugh track should have. Yeah, Eddie Murphy had a lot of uh, gay jokes back in the day that did not age well. Especially after he had found himself in a very compromising position. <laughs>
He should have said, Jess, I know. Num Spa? Sardo Num Spa. It's a pretty good character name. Hey now. So I do remember this as well. I do not remember it being a dream sequence. The studio audience was inspired. The pacing is so slow in this movie. Well, everything is slowed down when you're dreaming. Is it? What? I have it right here. Did you not answer it? <laughs> no. Good one, Eddie. Good one.
That's a dick joke. I think it was. I can see why this movie got such a lousy rating. There's some really big gaps in dialogue and direction and pacing. It's just awful. But then there's other stuff in the movie that's quite just fine. There's a few um, sparks of hilarity and yeah. there's elements of a good story. Yeah. <clears throat> that ain't the only thing happening twice. Hey. hey. <laughs> Very subtle. Again, unnecessary shot. <laughs> I said to bet, not to bed. <laughs> I love the old school airplane headphones. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. You only got a little bit of that leaf left.
So I'm curious to know if this portion was actually filmed in I Tibet. I was going to ask the same thing. Are we, uh, are we in Tibet or are we at Epcot? Ironically, it's a completely different bird. He's just following it for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> So we just got fleeced for a hundred bucks from a street vendor. Wow, that was some sleight of hand. So there were shots done by the uh, second unit crew uh -huh. in Nepal. However, all of the shots in Tibet were at Mammoth Ski Lodge in California. Uh.
Hmm. Eddie. <laughs> well, you you were you stepped out while he was getting fleeced by the street vendor. Okay. Meanwhile, one leaf left. He's down to his last leaf, huh? <coughs> Excuse me. So we have about 30 minutes left. Oh, I love this screensaver. Yeah, that's a good one. Let me go ahead and open my last check-in beer for the evening. This is from uh, New Anthem. This is Dream Stealer. Okay. This is an IPA with Centennial Matuka. Does this dream sequence come with a studio <laughs> audience? So, <laughs> so, purely by accident, there are some thematic tie-ins with the beer. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, this guy will sell you a Mogwai right now. Yeah, totally. That's him all the way. Don't feed the golden child after midnight. Don't get him wet. What do you think about that bear? I like the first one better. Yeah. Yeah. It's the that New Zealand hop Nelson Sylvan, so it's got a very white wine kind of taste to it. I'm getting um, notes of like grass on this one. Yeah. I don't know what's imparting that. It's kind of like a lemongrass. Mm-hmm. I think it might just be the centennial with the grassiness. Okay. <laughs> wow <laughs> culturally disrespectful very insensitive but he's making the old guy chuckle yeah again the hat game is strong in this movie mm-hmm. I don't think he. Well, that's true. I don't think he's proven that his heart is pure yet. I agree. Did you just make a Monty Hall reference? Oh, yeah, totally. I think he made like a... a... Not Merv Griffin, but he made another like very dated reference, even for its time. 
There's a nice sconce though. Did you just see that? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Fair, fair assessment. You know how you don't spill any water? Drink it. You drink it. So, recasting wise, who would you recast in the title role for this film? Uh, well, the title role is the Golden Child. Well, I meant Eddie Murphy. Um, maybe like a Chris Red. I was thinking like Kevin Hart would pull off all the yeah. wisecracking. <laughs> it's a good bit yeah yeah that's that's vintage eddie murphy right there oh and they move too okay good so this was ninja warrior yeah tibetan ninja warrior totally And how can they still hear him? So this movie is an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. We're at the... uh, I would say probably the climax, right? We're at the one hour mark, I would say. I don't know how long we talked before we started the film, but... So we're still in Tibet. Mm -hmm. Eddie has not met the golden child yet. So we're not even always talking about people's asses. So we're not even into the third act at this point. I don't think we still got to get that dagger, right? You chose unwisely. I don't know. It seems like he might've spilled a drop. It's funny. You made that. You made the last crusade uh, reference. I was thinking very similarly. Yeah. uh, He almost did it. He almost drank it. How are those strings that are holding it up not burning? Right? 
Drink the water, wait 30 minutes, and pee on the fire. That's right. (laughs) I honestly did not remember that from... That's some shitty fucking lighting. Mm Mm-hmm. As this movie's gone, I'm surprised they didn't show him walking back. I'm 34. I was about to say 30. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's already talking marriage. very specific they'll never believe you can I interest you in the Maguire <laughs> yes I would like to know how much of his stuff was improv because it seems like a good chunk of it Mm -hmm. leads little throwaway lines of his. Paramount logo. Right? (laughs) 
Well, it ain't all she touched. <laughs> and get a better hat. Yeah, what are you even doing? I mean, that's just a knit cap. <clears throat> a toque for our Canadian friends. Mm -hmm. I've heard them called toboggans. When I was a kid, my mother called them sock caps. Mine called them stocking caps. Okay, so there you go. There are a lot of names for those. But as the romantic lead, she deserved a better hat. Cause see, there's a there's a schlub right behind her wearing the same fucking hat. Mm-hmm. This guy. Who was that guy? He had to pause to remember his own name. Yeah. Well, he almost said Axel Foley. <laughs> that was a funny bit. <laughs> Shaking the barrel the of the gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, a good chunk of that feels like improv. Yeah, and also, why would you draw so much attention to yourself? I don't know. You want this squid? What about whatever this is? I guess it's kind of degrading because they're eating off of newspaper on the plane. Yeah, I don't know. That's, uh... I've never been to Nepal. Now that's a little offensive.
This was the follow-up hit to Party All the Time. I mean, that's like the equivalent to uh, little kids pretending to speak Spanish. Yeah. Uh-oh. No see. <laughs> You're Tywin Lannister. <laughs> I like how there's no backstory to his character other than that he hates the fact when little kids go missing. Yeah. There's no like, oh, he used to be a cop. He was, <clears throat> his child was abducted. There's no motive whatsoever, nor do we understand how he makes a living and supports himself. Mm-hmm. I guess we're supposed to infer that he has like the the reward, reward money. Reward money. Which at that point, you've got to be really fucking good. Well, he's the chosen one. <laughs> I guess. Now they're touring wine country? Napa. That's not a knife. <laughs> uh oh. I think she's looking for a different kind of dagger. <laughs> hey. Tibet? No, I've been there. <laughs> You don't want to get on the stabbing wagon. He um he has to remain pure. No, that's even right. though they already hooked up, right? Right. Why doesn't he like me? <laughs> right. Look at her. She looks so forlorn. <laughs> 
Oh god, she's even crying. <laughs> Again, Eddie Murphy has still not seen the Golden Child. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant this movie. He's never seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing we're like we're we're closing in. Yeah. Is that the Axel Foley thing? Yeah, nice. exactly. <laughs> so you got Monkey Man, Tex Cobb. Yep. He do like his chains. special effects talk about a yellow dragon uh, ironic Tywin Lannister's shooting the crossbow mm -hmm. oh no oh no Like their business is now settled. We can just walk away. But we just met literally one week ago. I remember this. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's craptacular. Looks like they uh, got like an intern from one of the actually good stop motion people to do it. Who's your boy from Clash of the Titans? Harryhausen. Yeah. Harryhausen's intern did that. Yeah. It's his son, Skip Harryhausen. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, no knock against it, but you know, anytime you see Brian Henson's work, you're like, yeah, yeah it's all right, Brian. <laughs> Not as good as your dad. He does look remarkably like his oh, he dad. Oh, yeah, it's totally. crazy. 
So yeah, skip skip Harryhausen. He did the whole Pepsi can. <laughs> Probably. Wait, no, is this true? Did he actually? No. Oh, I okay. don't know if he has a son. Maybe we did that episode I've been talking about for years. The stop motion animation. The Harryhausen episode. And you bet your ass we're going to recast Clash of the Titans. Mm-hmm. One of the Sinbad movies. The same damn bird. It's just an, a documentary about Eddie Murphy's descent into madness. You know, by now the birds like mated and had little fledglings. Mm-hmm. And... They got the station wagon from vacation. I was thinking the same thing. Park, we can't park here. He really likes climbing over stuff. Yeah. You notice this? Yep. It's been a motif in the film. Mm-hmm. Film. You're being generous. You probably get the dagger, right? Yeah, definitely. Put it in your pocket. It sounded like he farted, but it was the floorboards. It totally did sound like a fart. Uh Uh-oh. Fire Marshal Bill. Let me tell you something. Uh, There was a perfect opportunity for him to say something. There was a quip waiting to happen, and all he does is just does a little look. Looks like you're a little hung up right now. Oh, Exactly. What? Tex is one of the good guys? Did the golden child win him over like um like Chunk in the Goonies? I I I I'm really Chunk and Sloth? I guess. Huh. Did he feed him baby Ruth? <laughs> Rocky Road? So Eddie Murphy has now met the golden child. Mm -hmm. We are an hour and 45 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) We've been recording for an hour and 23. So yeah. Oh, speaking of, have you checked out any of Peter Jackson's Beatles documentary? I've not. I've heard, I've read things about it. It's three parts. And the first part is like, 240. Oh my god. Now that's a quip. That was a quip and that was some unspecial effects. Oh, look at that interior on that car. 
It was special needs effects. <laughs> Yeesh. Golden Child, Golden start Child, the car. Start my car. Zing. With our powers combined. What? <laughs> the force is strong with this one. Nice hoopty. Dragons. If we've established anything in this episode, it's that the Golden Child is a prequel to Game of Thrones. <laughs> The Golden Child's powers remind me a lot of I Dream of Genie. She, he has to wiggle her nose. I mean, she has to wiggle her nose. That's bewitched, but... Oh, damn it. Genie kind of did the, the little eye blink. Doing. It's basically the same show, yeah, right? Uh, uh, yeah. That is the most ridiculous looking demon I've seen. And I've seen a lot of demons. That's a... It's got like a little pot belly. It's got a little E.T. belly. Yeah. Also, the the villain's name is Sardo. More (laughs) like Shardo. (laughs) This demon is proof that there's... No crunches in hell, everybody. I think his wings are made straight up of nori. No ab work required in hell. I promise my next pick for a watch party won't have any Asian fusion influence. Right? <laughs> what was it? Buckaroo Bonsai, Six String Samurai, and The Golden Child? Yeah, I, hmm. I, I see a pattern. I'm just going to have to take a totally different route, throw you a curveball. It's going to be a movie about old prospectors. <laughs> Now the golden child has to stab her with the dagger, right? I don't know. You tell me. I do kind of dig that doorway, though. The round doorway between the two rooms. Yeah. They've shown it several times. 
Oh no! Potbelly demon. It's like your wax is melting. Oh my god, these special effects are dreadful. This is terrible. Sorry, we uh wait, wait, wait. Any like he blew was our like, budget on the parakeets. Any like he was standing like Thirty feet away, and he just like and he like, out makes and a stabbing him. motion and connects. Now, can you resurrect the golden mama? Oh, okay. Hold on, we got to listen to Dark Side of the Moon first. <laughs> that was totally right. Hey, welcome back. Sorry about letting you die and stuff. Thumbs up. He's already learned all these American gestures. Yeah, just from like, you know, sitting in that cage. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it L.A. Dodgers hat? Yep, that's a Dodgers hat. <laughs> Star search. Oh, that was low, man. So his laugh sounds like it's not his natural laugh and that he's almost doing like a Pee Wee Herman impression with his laugh. Yeah, it's it's his, his trademark. Signature laugh. It doesn't sound natural. No, it's like there's like a little button that he hits that just like makes the laugh for yeah. him, you know? Like the no button. Yeah. Other than that, though, I think probably a perfect piece of cinema. <laughs> I wouldn't say perfect. <laughs> uh, so... There you have it, folks. We are rolling credits right now on The Golden Child from 1986, and that will be your watch party number seven. Uh, I do not have a sneak preview trivia question for this week's trivia, but trivia is back on, so that's my plug. Trivia is back after the Thanksgiving holiday. Anything you'd like to plug, sir? No, not off the top of my head. I don't think I've got any plugs. All right, well, I do want to remind the listeners out there to follow us on all the social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Untapped. Right, and also we're hosted natively on podbean.com. You can search for Cinema Chop Shop. Really, just Google Cinema Chop Shop and you'll find a whole a whole range of good and not so great episodes. 
Uh, you pick. <laughs> you decide. You decide which ones are good. And please remember to watch Chop Retrofit. Retrofit.